Hello and welcome to the Social Disease Podcast. I'm Bridget. And I'm Jasper. And we are so excited because today we are starting season six. Wow. Speeding through. At a snail's pace. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we've been doing this for a year and we've done a decent amount of seasons, honestly. Eight. That's a lot for me. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm having a great time. And I'm so excited to just talk about season six. I'm not super excited for season six, but I'm excited to talk about it, I guess. (laughs) Well, okay. The season overall, we'll get to that. But I do like Darcy and Peter. I always like think they're so crazy. So I love talking about them. And today we get to talk about them. So that's why I'm kind of excited. Yes, we're talking about Darcy and Peter, as well as Spinner and Jimmy. Yeah, they're back. (laughs) They're back at Degrassi again. They do things. (laughs) They're around. They're starting a business. They're trying to have sex. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) We just go right into it. Yeah, do you want to start with them? (laughs) Yeah, let's just go for it. Spinner and Jimmy. Okay. So Jimmy only really has one plot in the season where he is back together with Ashley and he wants to have sex with her very, very badly, but he is physically unable to get an erection due to his paralysis from the shooting. So even though he is very, very horny, he is unable to get it up, tragically. Which leads to him talking to Spinner about it, who tells him to relax which results in the iconic boner scene where we get to see Drake's boner. Always a good time. (laughs) (laughs) And so from there, Jimmy thinks that he can have sex now, but then when he and Ashley try, it doesn't work. So then he ends up taking some pills, probably Viagra. I'm not sure they said what type of pill it was, but he takes them and it still doesn't work. So Jimmy is feeling very insecure that he's not going to be able to be the man that Ashley deserves. But then Ashley reassures him that they do not need to have sex to have a healthy and fulfilling relationship and that sex does not define him as a person or as a man. So a pretty cute little plot for those two. And then on the spinner end of things, he gets back together with Darcy at the very beginning of the season. She just decided to forgive him over the summer and they get back together. But very soon afterwards, they break up because Darcy is posting inappropriate pictures online, which we will talk about later. But Spinner breaks up with her because of that. And he is very sad about it. And he gets even more sad when he takes a career test. And the test tells him that he is going to be a clown when he grows up. And so he's feeling down about himself and about his future. And then he notices that Jimmy with his very artsy t-shirts. He thinks that they could kind of start a business together and get that to be his future plans to make some money. And so he convinces Jimmy to get involved and dip into his academic fund to rent out a store. And it goes well at first until they realize that owning a store and running a business has other costs besides just, I don't know, I don't know how business works, but they needed to pay for things. So things go wrong. They get robbed. Yeah, whatever. And then they continue to do it. They, cl- they don't close the store, do they? Even after it gets robbed? 
No. Yeah, so the story just continues for the rest of the season. I don't think it gets mentioned after the season because this episode is very forgettable to me, honestly. But yeah, they're just running a t-shirt business in the background this whole season, I guess. <laughs> and then the one other thing that Spinner is really involved in and is that he becomes friends with benefits with Paige for a hot minute when she returns after dropping out of college. But Paige is dating both him and Jesse at the time, and he wants to be exclusive with her. And then he's sad when she dumps him because she doesn't want to be exclusive. And that's it? Yep, that's it. Yeah, Spinner and Jimmy getting the short end of the stick this one. Well, they had pretty big seasons last season, so give them a break. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. I mean, Spinner definitely appears more than Jimmy in this one. But all right, let's start with Jimmy, though. So another classic penis plot. Your favorite. I feel about those. Feels weird talking about a high school kid, but we're just gonna keep going. Jimmy is actually like college age. True. Okay, that's the only thing saving us from this being creepy. Even though it is like a penis plot, it did feel like a very mature episode. Like, especially when there's the scene where like Ashley is in full-on lingerie and like seducing Jimmy. That was like, wow, this is really adult for Degrassi. Yeah, I guess if you think about it, because Ashley also was held back. Yes. So they're all like at this point 18. Which is funny because at first I was like, they're too young to be doing this. And then I was like, wait a second, they're literally not. Like they're supposed to not even be in high school anymore. But it was just kind of an interesting thing that they chose to focus on because one thing you brought up probably either last season or the season before was that there just was not enough discussion of like Jimmy and him learning like how to walk again and or not walk again but like learn how to live his life without being able to walk and kind of adjusting to being in the chair and you're like we don't see any of this but then we see this part of it so I'm like this is interesting that they feel like this is something that viewers should be aware of well I actually didn't dislike this plot I don't dislike it I just think it's an interesting like point that they want to get across is like I don't really know for people writing into Degrassi saying how is Jimmy gonna have sex and then they were like this is a great thought let's address it I don't know I like I am not an expert on disabilities (laughs) at all so I don't want to say the wrong thing by accident but I feel like it is probably a problem for wheelchair users sometimes like I remember in Glee, they had already make a joke to Tina, I think, at one point that's like, I don't have my legs, but my penis still works. Oh, okay, Glee. Oh, yeah. Glee was spicy like that. So I don't know if it's a common thing that like wheelchair users have that like erectile dysfunction, right? Yeah. I don't know if that's a common thing or if it just is case by case, but it seemed like an interesting plot because I thought it fit well with last season where, for example, there was a whole conflict with Hazel where Hazel was mad at Jimmy for not being open with her. And even Jimmy was very insecure about being disabled when Ellie rejected him. He was like, girls don't go for guys in wheelchairs and stuff. So I feel like 
knowing now that he hasn't been able to get it up, <laughs> I guess, since the shooting, I feel like that is probably something that has been eating at him a little bit. That's very true. Because I feel like for, especially for guys, like, it seems like that is a very important thing. So even like him being like, guys don't talk about sex to like Spinner, which was so odd to me because I was like, that doesn't sound right. Like, I'm pretty sure guys talk about sex a lot. And then they continue to go talk about sex anyway. So it's kind of like, why did you do that? But I feel like that was a cute little moment too. I like that. Yeah. Overall, I thought it just gave some context to at least Jimmy and Hazel's relationship back in season five. Like, even though we saw nothing about it until they Mm -hmm. broke up, it does kind of show that I guess they weren't shown as a couple because Jimmy was afraid to kind of be be like more intimate with her because he knew he couldn't get it up (laughs) I don't know yeah do you also think did they break up Hazel because she was graduating I didn't even think of that I think that was part of it because she's the only person who doesn't go into the college plots out of everyone in that rip off honestly yeah justice for Hazel not the point but okay but now it makes kind of more sense because the whole Ellie rejecting him him being insecure and then this happens at physical therapy which is so embarrassing but also he's like super pumped about it (laughs) yeah there was like they had like a whole like triumphant song playing and he was like high-fiving everyone in the hallways I was like this is absurd that's what they do in like in 500 days of summer the movie after he has sex he like goes through the town like high-fiving everybody I was like classic (laughs) but I also was surprised because Ashley wasn't the worst like to him in this season so she could have went either way about like being mad after he like kicked her out right like she could have could have been like we didn't do anything intimate like blah blah blah. but she was like I'm not mad about that like I'm mad that you kicked me out because I'm your girlfriend and then he was like fair and he like keeps trying to dump her and like get rid of her and then she just like waits it out and it's and then they get back together and it's cute yeah she was very understanding which I really liked yeah you could see some I don't even know if it's growth it feels like a completely different character to me (laughs) honestly well Ashley was never really a bad girlfriend was she like she was pretty good to Craig she cheated on Jimmy with Sean she was on he, ecstasy. Uh-uh, we're not pulling. No, that's not an excuse. You can't do ecstasy and then be like, well, it wasn't cheating, so I was on ecstasy. No, no. <laughs> and then also the whole, like, Sean Jimmy thing in the next part of that. Well, that was just Ashley being a bit naive. <laughs> eh, naive's a word. And then, yeah, she wasn't the worst to Craig because she finally was getting karma for how she treated Jimmy. <laughs> that fucked up. <laughs> and then she left for Europe and came back and now is restarting with Jimmy and she has him in the worst and I'll say it yeah like it's fine I mean I was thinking that this exact plot probably could have been exactly the same if they just threw Hazel in there well the problem is, is that they probably didn't want to hold Hazel back also yeah or they could have done it last season I feel like I kind of liked the art focus because it kind of like tied into the t-shirt stuff for this season they could have done both 
Jasper, they're doing it now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I- I'm just trying to give Hazel more to do. <laughs> but then, like, what? They don't have sex, and then he breaks up with her anyway? <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> well, Ashley and Jimmy break up anyway. <laughs> yeah, but not this season, right? No, not yet. So, I don't know what to tell you. I know you're rooting for Hazel, but whatever. But, yeah, overall, like, episodes like these are, like, why I love Degrassi, because they're, like, tackling plots that I feel other shows wouldn't even think about. I agree. Like, when do you ever think about the sex law episode of, like, disabled people, you know? Like, that's something that's important to lots of people, and it's more of a consideration, I suppose, for others. So it was cool that they kind of gave that representation, at least. I agree. I think that this was, it was definitely something interesting that you wouldn't have thought about before. And I would like to think that it has some accuracy to it because even from like watching the reunion that we talked about in the last podcast episode, they seem to like do decent research before they like do a plot like this. So I kind of even liked how they showed him going to the doctor and being like, what are my options? And him learning about the options and then they're like well like you know like there will always be different things it's just a matter of like where do you want to start and he's like let me start with the pills and then he sat there awkwardly for like two hours next to Ashley just like doing nothing <laughs> waiting for them to work yeah it was like maybe you should try like setting the mood at least <laughs> maybe that'll work <laughs> no he was so sad he was so disappointed but I'm glad that he like kind of got past that and moved into the t-shirt thing yeah. And like, I, I really liked the lesson, I guess, of the episode that he shouldn't let other people's definitions or like society's definition of what a man is or what sex in a relationship is define him and his yeah. relationship. So I really liked that kind of closing lesson, I suppose. It's funny because I'm watching Down Abbey for the second time and they had not like a similar plot, but one of the characters was paralyzed from like war and was in a wheelchair and they were like yeah his lower back was injured so like he won't be able to have children and that was like a pretty big issue because he's like I'm not gonna marry he was like engaged and he's like I'm not gonna marry you because I can't give you children and she's like that's literally not what this is all about and he was like no it definitely is and I was like oh this is interesting because I feel like it's kind of like a common theme for like men to be like I'm not a man if I can't give you children yeah and here Jimmy was kind of like, thank God we're not in back in the early 1900s, <laughs> like Down Abbey is, but Jimmy like definitely is in a better place than that other guy was in that TV show. Yeah, and it I, I liked how it just showed how you don't need to have sex to have a healthy relationship. Which I am so glad Degrassi settled on that one because they really could have went one way or the other and it could have been like, eh. <laughs> maybe but I think that they did a good job because it's true and then going into the t-shirt thing that was a bit more of a spinner focus but it also had a bit of Jimmy in there with him kind of standing up to his dad a little bit which is something we've seen multiple times now and that we will continue to see again because Jimmy's dad is trash <laughs> I kind of wish that they just did a little bit more for Jimmy than the dad stuff and the wheelchair stuff like. I don't know. I mean, like, I wish they, like, explored more with his art with this. Because I thought that's where they were going in the beginning. But then it kind of turned into the business thing. And I don't know. He, he was kind of flip-flopping, right? He was, like, 
last season he was all about the art and then this season he says art's not practical I'm gonna do law school but then when the t-shirts go off he's like actually I'm gonna go to art school right yes and what was also nice about Ashley was that at first she was like we were both gonna be lawyers and then he was like well I don't want that and she was like you know what that's fine and I was like holy shit who is this (laughs) but I so yeah I kind of wish that they did a little bit more with that but I do kind of like the idea of the business thing because Jimmy and Spinner were held back in high school so that kind of sucks so they're trying to like make themselves a life outside of high school because they're not really trying to like stick around it seems you know there's a lot of like hanging out at Paige and Marco's place there's a lot of like outside of school things and I feel like the t-shirt business like starting a business makes sense kind of it just doesn't make sense that they didn't recruit somebody like a little bit smarter to help them out yeah because like they have to have Dylan who has only taken like one business class be like actually I'm gonna take all this money away from you guys because you don't know how finances work no and this would have been I know that other stuff was going on but how great would it have been if they like recruited Liberty to be their like accountant You know, like, I feel like they could have got someone to just, like, do it. And then, because then Dylan was like, you need overhead and this and this and this. And I was like, I hate you. <laughs> like, I hate you so much that I don't even want to listen to you talk. <laughs> yeah, for me, I didn't hate the idea of the business. It just kind of was kind of random because it happens and then it's kind of around for the rest of the season. But it doesn't continue after the season. Oh, I was thinking when you asked me if it closes. I said no because it like makes it through the season but after they get robbed they kind of decide like we're just gonna have like a final sale type thing like we're just gonna sell everything we have and then close the store so that's what why it's like around for the rest of the season but then it doesn't come back after because I'm assuming by that point they either sold everything or just like closed the store okay which again like I mean is this one of my favorite plots no like not at all it's kind of it's like eh. I like that they have somewhere else to hang out. That's kind of nice. Yeah. It honestly just felt like a filler episode. And then it just continues. It barely continues. It's just like a setting. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Like, they don't really talk about the business. I guess Paige offers to, like, be their manager, I think, when she comes back. Because she took half of a business class. (laughs) And then flunked out of banting. Yeah, besides that, it really has no impact. The only thing I was thinking about was this episode kind of foreshadows Spinner's struggles later on with thinking about his future. Like, tragically, this is foreshadowing for Spinner trying to go to cop school. So there's that at least. But also just like later on, Spinner isn't sure he's going to be able to graduate. Like just generally Spinner being insecure about not being smart, which they've talked about before. Like they talk all the time about how Spinner's a dumbass. But it's usually played for laughs rather than something that Spinner is insecure about. And I think in this situation, the whole idea of the store is to show that they're both unhappy with what their lives are like right now. So they're trying to make something more. Like Spinner just got dumped by Darcy. And Jimmy kind of is working through the whole like not being able to get it up thing. So it makes sense for them to be like, let's create this thing. And that's why Spinner was so into it because he really... Spinner didn't really have anything else yeah and he was like really so then when he starts getting back with Paige again 
for the millionth trillionth time at least that was like a little bit of a distraction but I think part of him just needed something and this was it unfortunately and it didn't even work out like poor Spinner yeah I mean he has cancer to focus on next season so which is even like come on give us get a break but I did like this at least for Jimmy and Spinner's friendship just to kind of show what their new status quo is as friends since they just refriended each other I guess because <laughs> I was thinking again about kind of their whole history as friends where they kind of started off as just being goofy middle school boys who have fun together to kind of being frenemies when Spinner steals Jimmy's mp3 player and then to being enemies when Spinner gets Jimmy shot <laughs> and now they're back to being actual friends again and they're actually like supporting each other like you said with Spinner giving Jimmy advice about the boner thing and then Jimmy kind of supporting Spinner's dumb idea for the t-shirt business. So it was kind of cute to see them like be actual friends rather than like frenemies or, you know, Jimmy saying he wants Spinner dead. Yes, I, yeah, this just like sets the tone that they're finally moving past the whole shooting thing. Just in time for JT to get stabbed. (laughs) Thank God, right? So ridiculous. But no, I do like Jimmy and Spinner's friendship here. Like it just, you're right. It seems like genuine. Mm -hmm. With them as like supporting characters, I guess, because that's pretty much besides these episodes, that's what they do. They're just there as friends to the other characters. Like Spinner is mostly just comic relief. And then Jimmy is kind of there as a voice of reason to some of the other characters. Like, Like in the JT episode, he has like that really profound quote about love. (laughs) <laughs> I forget what it is, but it's kind of cute. I think I wrote it down, honestly. Oh, I just wrote wise advice to Ellie. Love that. Why yeah. <laughs> did I write down what he said? <laughs> I suck. Yeah, but besides that, they're kind of boring this season, which is fine. But they'll be around for a, a while, so. <laughs> yeah, they will. Did you want to move on? Do you have anything else? Did you want to go into Spinner and Paige? I mean, like, part of me kind of wants to talk about it when we talk about Paige, only because I feel like the reason she hooks up with Spinner is because her life is spiraling. And I want to know more about her life before I can speak to this. (laughs) Okay, we'll move on then. (laughs) Darcy and Peter! Yes, Darcy and Peter. So I guess just a side note, Peter, of course, appears with all of Emma and Sean shit at the beginning of the season, but we're not going to be talking too much about that. So just to kind of summarize that, like the couple things, like Darcy gets back together with Spinner and then Peter and Emma break up after Peter gets Sean expelled. And so from there, there's a short little subplot with Darcy where she apologizes to Manny about their fight last season over Spinner to get her back onto the spirit squad since Manny is one of the only talented people in the school and Darcy needs her for cheerleading. But then Mia, new girl Mia, has just transferred to Degrassi and she is also very talented. But Darcy becomes very judgy about Mia once she finds out that Mia is a teen mom. And so even though Mia would be a great fit, Darcy does not want her on cheerleading. Whereas Manny really does want her on cheerleading. So Darcy and Manny are kind of butting heads over Mia. But at the end of the day, Darcy lays her foot down and Mia kind of gives up about 
being on cheerleading and Manny is pissed about it. Later on, um, I think it's after the JT funeral, Darcy does try to get Mia on because she feels bad that Mia's boyfriend just died, but Mia says no. <laughs> and so Darcy and Mia never really reconcile after this. But besides that, we then go into Darcy is horny as fuck. She is making out with Spinner in the car all the time. And Spinner is respecting her abstinence and is trying not to go far with her, which Darcy is mad about, <laughs> which we'll talk about. And so she also is trying to fundraise for new uniforms for Spirit Squad. And so she at first tries to enlist boys to get onto the cheerleading team, but all of them suck, especially Derek and Danny. But Peter tries to try out, and he's actually pretty good, which Manny is not happy about. And so they let Peter kind of on the team, and they have a fun little photo shoot where they're just kind of doing like fun, fun poses together, just a fun little photo shoot between friends, even though very strange that Manny is willingly taking pictures with Peter <laughs> after last season, mm -hmm. but <laughs> we'll talk about that. And so... Darcy ends up posting all of these pictures onto her My Room page, and she ends up getting money from this boy called Adams, who Peter tells her is just a boy from another high school. So Darcy feels good about this Adams guy kind of hyping her up, saying her pictures are sexy, and then giving her money for her pictures, especially since she is then able to afford the new uniforms. But then Spinner ends up finding out about these pictures, and he's very upset about it, that these slightly inappropriate pictures of her are online. And so Darcy is mad about him about this. So she ends up having a personal photo shoot with Peter where she puts on much more revealing clothes and does a whole photo shoot with Peter where she's mostly naked. And she posts those pictures online, gets hyped up by Adams again. And at this point, Spinner breaks up with her because he finds out that Darcy was basically posing for Peter, which I think is cheating. I don't know how you feel, Bridget, but I'm sure we'll talk about it. And so once Darcy finds out that her password protected photo page was not so password protected after Danny and Derek hack into it, she deletes her profile. But then Adams ends up being a 40-year-old guy who ends up stalking her to Degrassi and stalking her to her home, along with her and baby Claire. We get to see baby Claire for the first time. And so... Claire ends up calling the police on this creepy guy and he gets arrested and Darcy regrets taking sexy pictures. Oh, and also Peter knew that Adams was a creep. So yep. he willingly <laughs> let Darcy be exposed to an older man, which of course leads into Peter trying to flirt with Darcy, but she of course is mad at him. And so she makes him prove himself by making him work at a soup kitchen over the weekend. And so they kind of connect by working at the soup kitchen. Peter knows Greek, which is apparently very attractive to her. And <laughs> she warms up to him until she finds out that he lied about his license being suspended after the whole Emma Sean ordeal that we'll talk about in a later episode. But then she forgives him again and again and again and again. And she ends up getting a crush on him because she sees how terrible his parents are to each other. And so they end up secretly getting together, which then leads to problems when they sneak around unsuccessfully. One of 
Darcy's, I think one of her friendship club friends finds out that she's dating Peter secretly and rats to Miss H. And then Miss H kind of threatens Peter to go to boarding school, which never actually ends up happening. But despite this, Darcy and Peter promise to be together despite what other people think and the obstacles that they will face. Peter and Darcy, so chaotic. (laughs) I love it. But not like an actual love way like I did for like Claire and Eli. I just love how freaking dumb they both are. (laughs) So starting with, we didn't really want to talk about like Darcy and Manny, right? Like, I mean, they just became friends again, which was kind of cute. I wanted to bring it up just with the context of Spinner, really, because Mm -hmm. when Darcy and Spinner gets together, she's like, yeah, I'm totally over how you slept with Paige last season. But then a couple scenes later, Darcy confronts Paige about like, Paige, you're such a hoe sleeping with other people's boyfriends, which for one thing, Paige didn't know at the time. So not even her fault, but also why are you blaming Paige, but not Spinner? I honestly don't even know why they put them back together. Like, what was the point? Nothing came from it. Yeah, it was basically just there for someone to get mad at Darcy about putting pictures online. That was really all Spinner was there for. I also was kind of confused because, okay, so she forgives Spinner for sleeping with other women, right? What was she mad at Mia about then? For having a kid. But like, what would she have preferred an abortion? Like, I don't understand. Like, that's what doesn't make sense to me is that if she, is she mad at Mia for walking around showing that she had premarital sex? Is that what this is? Because guess who also had premarital sex? Everyone with Spinner. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm confused if like, they don't flat out say really why Darcy has a problem with her. It's assumed that it's because she has a kid, but it just doesn't hold up in my opinion. Well, I think that's the point because along with Darcy's slut-shaming Paige, he's also slut-shaming Mia. So there's kind of like this internalized misogyny thing going on with Darcy where she's blaming women rather than men, kind of like the lesson with Manny kind of back in season three Mm -hmm. where like everyone was blaming Manny, but they're not blaming Craig. So now Darcy is blaming Paige, he's blaming Mia, but she's not blaming Spinner. And is this supposed to be because she's religious or because that's just who she is as a person? Well, I think she is like that because of her religion. Yeah. Okay. That's what I, that's what I was thinking because I was trying to decide if they were like, she's misogynistic because she is religious or like without, but without saying it, like, I feel like it's kind of a stereotype. They're like stereotyping her. A little bit, but I think it fits with what we know about her from last season. Yes, I think it all works out. I was just like, what is going on? But it makes more sense now that it's like the internal misogyny part. And even besides that, Darcy is just a very judgmental person. (laughs) Yeah. Because she didn't forgive Manny because she wanted to be friends with her. She forgave Manny because she needed her for Spirit Squad. True. Do you guys even have any, like, real friends? Not really. Mm. Like, unless you count the friendship club people who she's lying to about dating Peter. (laughs) And she also, like, hates women. Okay, makes a lot of sense. Got it. Yeah. Like, I like Darcy, but 
her attitudes towards women and sex not great <laughs> no especially with her being like so conservative about the like cheer costumes too how did she even get captain who voted her yeah it seems like she was the only named character really left after Paige because Manny was kicked off yeah so it was really just Darcy I guess there was also Shantae who <laughs> exists at this point but she hasn't done anything yet <laughs> she's around yeah Oh, the other thing I wanted to point out about this whole Mia situation was Manny being so defendant, I guess, of Mia was a really cool kind of subtle callback to Manny's abortion. Why? How? Just like Manny is being so defensive of Mia who has a kid against Darcy who is judging her for having a kid when Manny had an abortion a couple of years ago. Like Manny would be Mia at this point, if she had kept the pregnancy. Oh, I thought Manny was just being a good person. Well, yes, but I think there's also the aspect that Manny herself was pregnant and could have had a kid and could be in Mia's situation. And that's why she is so defensive about it. Hmm. Like if, if Mia was just some new girl who I didn't know and I had not been pregnant before, would she have gone for her that hard, do you think? Yeah, only because I was thinking more about the fact that Manny has been treated so poorly by, like, everyone so often, not even the abortion thing, but just with, like, the photo thing last season, that she's kind of just, like, doesn't take anyone's shit anymore. So when she's seeing Darcy bullying somebody who happens to have a kid, and she just, like, doesn't understand why, she's like, nope, I'm not doing that. Plus, Mia's good. If Mia wasn't good, I don't think she would have been doing this. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I didn't really make the abortion connection like at all, personally, but I think Manny's just a good person who just like doesn't want to watch other people get bullied because she was bullied. Well, but that's connected to her abortion too. Yeah, but I think more recently it was just the the Peter thing. Yeah, but... Like, I, I don't know if there's really a tie-in with her having the abortion and Mia having a kid. Well, of course not because they couldn't explicitly reference it because of the episode was banned that's what I thought I was like wait they wouldn't have been able to do that anyway yeah what I'm saying is that's like, it's like a little subtle callback for people who knew about it okay maybe <laughs> I'll, I'll give it to you sure uh, I'm giving the Degrassi writers credit when they probably didn't think this hard about it but <laughs> <laughs> I think man you just wanted a good squad <laughs> yes but then I guess going back into the Spinner stuff. Yeah, what did Darcy want from Spinner? Like, I is the only reason that she liked Peter because they were sneaking around? Because the whole point was she was like, I want more, I want more. And like, obviously they weren't going to have sex, but I feel like her sneaking around and lying is equivalent to what sex would be for her. And that's why she likes Peter so much. And that's why she's like, I want to keep this. I want to keep going. Whereas like Spinner like couldn't give her the sneak around part because like nobody gave a shit that they were dating. Hmm. I'm not sure Darcy enjoyed the sneaking around part. Like she did say it was fun, but it's not like she, once it becomes open next season, it's not like she doesn't like him anymore. Yeah. But I think like, just because she's going through this right now, like I 
I don't think she's going through the same thing next season, but I think she's just bored with Spinner and wants like some sort of adventure. And like Peter is somebody who treats her like garbage and then tries to like win her back and then they're sneaking around and then they're getting in trouble and like all this stuff. So I feel like she likes that part of it. And that's why Spinner doesn't do that for her. So she's like, I'm bored. So how I see it is kind of, Darcy was just horny. Like she had hormones going on everywhere. She was horny as fuck. And not that she wanted to have sex with Spinner, but she wanted to like do more than I guess just make out in a car. <laughs> I guess so. But she also liked talking to the men online. Yeah. So like and that had nothing to do with sex. Yes. Like she wanted to feel sexy and attractive, which Spinner wasn't giving her based off of him not going as far as she wanted to. Yeah. Whereas the creepy guy is hyping her up saying she's beautiful and giving her money. Peter is making her feel sexy by taking pictures of her in sexy clothes. Mm -hmm. Whereas Spinner is not giving that to her. Which is not even his fault. Like she was not explicit about what she wanted. Yeah. And Spinner was doing the right thing by not pressuring Darcy to go farther than she knows she should. That's why Darcy and Peter are like perfect together because they're both like shit people. Because like Darcy's treating Spinner like shit for no reason. She takes him back and then is like, just kidding, you actually suck. And I'm going to cheat on you pretty much with all these men online and with Peter in person. So do you consider it cheating? Yes, because she liked Peter when it was happening. So if she was just doing it for herself and posting pictures online, it wouldn't be cheating? No, I don't think it would be cheating then. But we knew that she liked Peter, so that's why it's cheating. So, okay, this is going way, way far ahead. What about with the the Degrassi nudes in season 14 with Jack and Imogen when Jack was sending nudes to boys when she's gay? Is that That is child porn. Um... (laughs) Is that cheating? I think that is something that she should have discussed beforehand. Nudes are completely different. That is like a completely different thing. I mean, Darcy was basically nude. But I don't know if it was like cheating in that sense. Like sending nudes to like multiple boys is, is a little bit different in my opinion. But also Jack's gay, so it doesn't mean anything. It depends on like who you are as a couple, I think. So I know a couple who who are like a lesbian couple and one of them has a sugar daddy and the other one's fine with it. Cause she's like, I don't care, you're making money. So they came to this agreement yes. and that's it. Yes, but from the context of this being a teenage couple <laughs> who have not discussed these boundaries. <laughs> well, if, okay. So if you haven't discussed the boundaries and Imogen is like, this is cheating and Jack says, I don't care, then you should break up. I think it's something you can like recover from, but it's not something that like, I don't know. It would be a conversation I have to have with the guy I'm dating if he's sending his nudes to gay men. (laughs) I would have to be like, I don't know about that one, but you know, actually I don't think it would bother me that much now that I'm thinking about it. (laughs) If he's getting paid, like who cares? (laughs) Well. Now I don't even know. So what you're saying is I get to see your boyfriend's nudes. (laughs) No, 
know. Unless you're paying, apparently, is what I think. Um, I think it just all comes down to the communication part. So, like, if Spinner thinks Darcy is cheating on her, which she was because she liked Peter and allowed him to do this, then it is cheating. And he, like, kind of tried to, like, give her a chance to, like, fix it, too. And it just did not go well after that. So... Mm -hmm. I feel like she ruined it for herself and didn't care. Yeah, for sure. Like, she just wanted the attention. Yes, that really is all that it came down to. But she also, I really think that she likes the whole, like, sneaking around part, too, because she was technically sneaking around behind Spinner's back by doing this. And not telling him that she was taking these pictures with Peter, who, like, he is, like, kind of, was he already worried about him at some point? I don't think or so. Or maybe Manny called her out. Yes. Okay, that's what I was thinking. I was like, somebody called her out for it, but I couldn't remember who. Well, I am thinking that Darcy showed Spinner the pictures, the, the, the pictures with Manny, just the fun ones at yes. first, just because she was like, oh, look at how fun we're having, how much fun we're having. And then Spinner was mad. So Darcy was enjoying it before it was like not allowed by Spinner. Okay. Then I think she just, she also liked Peter too. And the attention. There was just a lot going on. She shouldn't have been in a relationship anyway. That's really what it comes down to, which is why they break up. So yay. And she was horny as fuck. I guess. I don't know if her taking like naked pictures makes her horny. She just wants the attention. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) She was definitely horny for Spinner. She was warning for something, and I don't know if it was Spinner. <laughs> that's that's where I'm gonna sit on that. Good point. Good point. I'll have to think about that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, what is the deal with like why are her grades dropping because she's talking to men online? What was that? That doesn't make sense. It it seemed like she was just spending so much time on this blog that she wasn't doing her homework or something. I don't know. It seems like a boomer line to me. Your grades are dropping because you're online too much. Well, I mean, this whole plot was a boomer plot by saying, if you're on MySpace, quote unquote, you are going to get harassed by a 40-year-old pervert who follows you to your home. Or Danny and Derek, apparently, who hack into her freaking account for no reason. They're the worst. Yeah. So, like... This whole plot is basically the sequel to Emma's online predator plot. Yes. So that was interesting because that was just like her emailing some random guy and now they're actually incorporating social media, like the original MySpace. I don't know if you ever used MySpace, but I never did. I did, but like I didn't really know how it worked. So it was kind of pointless for me to have one. Yeah, it was pretty much done by the time I started actually using the internet. I think Facebook yeah. like, had just become bigger. Yes. But I do like how they were like, oh, I figured out where you were because there was a picture of Degrassi in the background. So I figured it out. And I'm like, that's so true. That is exactly what happens. So that like made, I feel like that was a good PSA to have. That people can still find you even if you are not giving them the information. Like if you're not like typing it out to them. Yeah, I I agree with that. Like, 
besides that point, I feel like it was very much internet is scary and bad. Watch out. Yeah, I agree. How dick was it that Peter sent Spinner the pics, though? Did he send Spinner the pics? Oh, yeah. Yep. And then that's why they had that huge fight. Like, Darcy and Peter had that fight in the hallway. She was like, how could you send him those pictures? And he was like, well, I figured that he would want to see them. And then she's like, you're the worst. And then she, like, slapped him. <laughs> right, right, right. And then Peter lied and then was like, by the way, Adams is actually a random man. And she was like, ah, and then they date anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And that was actually play by play. (laughs) We don't show scenes anymore. I'm just going to do that. (laughs) Yeah, before we get to Peter and Darcy getting together, just how do you feel about, I guess, the creepy guy? I think it was handled pretty well. Like, thank God for Claire, I guess. Yeah, no, I think that it was, it was okay. Obviously, you can kind of tell he was a little bit, like, mentally ill in some way. The police yeah. showed up, took him away. They took the computer, which has seemed pretty realistic. Does it ever come up again? Probably not. No. No. So, <laughs> definitely, like, a one-hit wonder. But it was also Darcy's first, like, real plot, right? Pretty much, yeah. So, they were, like, introducing her into the world of Degrassi as, like, a main character, so... For like a first plot, I'll give it to her. Was not the worst. Kind of an interesting end. So I'll rank it like a seven out of ten. <laughs> yeah. I'd say my only issue with it was the message that like internet is bad. And also, like you said, like Adams was kind of coded as being mentally ill, or I, I kind of got more autistic to me. Yeah. Okay. So I just didn't like how they had to have like a villain be that you know yeah that's true because emma's wasn't emma's was just a pedophile yeah so that was different and even connor's i don't know connor's was just kind of creepy too i don't think there was anything wrong with her i think she just same thing i think it was kind of like just a woman pedophile yeah yeah this guy seemed a little bit like i'm not sure something seemed off He may have been autistic. He may have been mentally ill. They might have just like made him act that way. I don't know. But I didn't really think anything more of it. I was just like, all right, that was kind of intense. But she's okay. Yes. (laughs) And how did you feel about baby Claire? Oh my God, she's so tiny. She's so cute. I'm so happy that they introduce her because then she just grows up to be the most seen character in Degrassi. Yeah, it's just so funny, all the things Claire's saying in this episode, or like Darcy tells Claire to never take pictures, <laughs> and then there's the whole thing where Claire's planning pictures on what's-his-name's computer. <laughs> yeah, it would have been nice for Darcy to come back for that one. Yeah, so it's just funny, like, knowing where Claire ends up and the things that happen in this episode are just so funny. Mm-hmm. Did you also notice that Claire was watching Degrassi Junior High? on the tv no i did not notice that that's yeah. funny it's, it's so cute i'm sure degrassi you no know, contacts posted that at some point <laughs> i'm sure they did <laughs> all right peter and darcy yes they got a lot so 
we got to just dive right in. I hate it so much, but I love it. So keep that in mind as I'm talking about it. I just can't believe that Darcy even like forgives him like at all. Yeah, I wasn't entirely sure why she does, but I did want to point out how she pretty easily forgives Peter, but she's she only forgives Manny when she needs her for Spirit Squad, and then she only like accepts Mia when she needs her for Spirit Squad. So like that's kind of goes back to the internalized misogyny on Darcy's part that she is letting Peter who did things a million times worse slide but she's only letting Manny and Mia slide when she needs them. It's because he read the Bible for her, Jasper. That's romantic. She told him to read the Bible. Yeah, but he actually did it. (laughs) No, uh, that was just like the bare minimum, bare minimum that he is doing. No, I don't like them. I think he's an awful person. He treated Manny like shit. She doesn't care. He treated her like shit. She doesn't care. I just don't understand what she sees in him, but we're just going to go with it. Oh, yeah. Side note about like the Manny photo shoot with Peter. That kind of felt like what we talked about. I think it was season four where Manny is hanging out at the band practice when she's dating Spinner. It's like, why is Manny there when Craig is there? Like, why is Manny doing this when Peter's there? Yep. Well, there was that point where she was like, let me have your camera and then like deleted some of them. So she's not like totally trying to be like lame about it. She just, she still is cautious. Like I think at one point she makes a comment like never go near Peter with a camera or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's definitely some inconsistencies with Peter and he like has done nothing to prove himself at all. Yeah. I thought it was so interesting how they used Peter's slightly shitty family situation to make a girl like him twice. Like, they did it with Emma last season, now they're doing it with Darcy. Yeah, it's hard to feel bad for him, like, honestly, because everybody kind of has a shitty family situation. So why should I feel bad that his parents are divorced? Maybe, is it because they're the only parents that are divorced? At this point, I think so. So maybe, maybe divorce at the time that this was, like, being made as a show was not as popular as it is now so it seems like a bigger deal back then I don't know I feel like divorce has always been a big deal since I've been alive I mean yeah but think about well you this was what 2006 so you're in like fifth grade yeah I feel like if you were in high school then it would be different I think that's why they're trying to make it a big deal is what I'm saying. Because if no other characters have divorced parents, then it's like, oh, I feel bad for Peter because his parents are divorced and nobody else's parents are divorced. Wait, there there was Toby, Toby. True, but they were divorced for like different reasons. Yeah, no, Toby's parents were divorced because they hated each other. Ashley's parents were divorced because the dad was gay. Okay. All right, so maybe it's just been a minute since they had a divorced parents because that was season one. Yeah. So that's just my rationalizing this for now, for why they did this in 2006. Well, but even then, just because his parents are trash and divorced doesn't mean what Peter did wasn't terrible. Oh, no, I'd agree with that. 
I'm just trying to think of why Degrassi thinks that women should feel bad for men who have shitty home lives when women also have shitty home lives. Yes. Like Manny doesn't even live at home. Why are you, why should she even feel one ounce of sympathy for this man? Yeah, it was, it was just unclear to me why Darcy really ended up liking him because even after he kind of proves himself at the, at the soup kitchen, he drives without a license and gets her pulled over. And then he invites her on a date for his community service. Yep. And then he also, when she was like, how do you have your license back? He's like, well, I didn't hit the guy. So he feels no sympathy or anything for that man, which he was technically involved in. I don't know. It's just like not shocking at this point that all he does is lie. Everything that he says is a lie. And it doesn't change throughout this entire season. There's not a single point where it's not a lie. I guess once they're actually together, he's not lying to her. Wow, <laughs> good for him. He finally made it. Well, that, that goes back to what you said, I think, last season, where Peter only is nice to people, only nice to girls when he likes them. Yep. Yeah, it seems like Peter, like, fucks up and then just, like, does something nice. So he, like, d- goes to the soup kitchen and then he gets arrested. And then he goes to community service and invites her on a date. And then he shows up at her house in the middle of the night and then she's like okay that's cute again Mm -hmm. and then I don't really understand like why cleaning his uncle's restaurant kitchen is counted as community service but whatever guess we won't question that Canada (laughs) it just seems like they're a wrong wrong place wrong time couple and that's always a cute couple to root for yeah I don't dislike them as a couple like once they're together, they're pretty cute, I'd say. Mm-hmm. But I just don't really see why Darcy ends up liking him in the first place. Is my biggest complaint. I could not tell you. I can't name a single reason for why she should like him. He's he's awful. She literally slapped him in the face and then dates him after. If you slap a man in the face, you don't get to date him after. It's one or the other. Not both. Not slap a man ever, but he did send out her nudes to her boyfriend, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Peter, we'll talk about him more with Emma, I'm sure, but similar to season five, he's just kind of there to be chaotic. (laughs) Yeah, I think he really fits to your whole standard of like, he's whatever they want him to be at the time. Yes. And right now he's an adventure for Darcy because she needs to spice up her good girl vibes. Yes. Wow, they're really, I thought there was going to be a lot more for them. Is there anything else for Darcy and Peter? Not really in this season. Like, of course, Darcy has a huge season next season. But I guess the sneaky around plot, when Darcy, like, gets caught by her friendship club friend. Oh, okay. So, yeah, to be specific, she told her friendship club friend that she couldn't work on their project because she had to go visit her grandma on her birthday and then her and Peter were making out on a bench in the park and her friendship club friend just happened to walk by. I was like, damn, that sucks. (laughs) Why did she tattle? Yeah, that was fucked up. (laughs) Like, what a bitch, honestly. You went and told his mom? How do you feel now? God does not like you any better. (laughs) 
I promise. He doesn't like a tattler. That's what I heard. Said in the Bible. Especially with that teeny ass dog. Stupid. Could not deal. It was just kind of like, you gotta be kidding. That's how I felt. (laughs) Yeah. Like out of out of context, when Darcy is like, prove to me that you want to be with me despite people tearing us apart. That was cute out of context. But like given everything else that happened in the season, I was like, uh, I feel nothing for this. Same with the like key to Peter's heart thing. Didn't yeah. he like give her yeah, that was just corny as fuck. Them getting into some weird fight in class so that they could like go make out after. I was like, this is a lot. Eye fat. That's what <laughs> yeah. he said. He said, I you and your eye fat. I was like, wow, good one. Like, what even is that? <laughs> I could not tell you. And of course he was the one to be like, computers shouldn't have censorship. I was like, classic Peter. <laughs> <laughs> because he's dropping Manny's video and then also Darcy's pictures online. Yep. I don't know. I just think that the sneaking around and lying is what Darcy like actually wanted. Even though she won't like admit it to herself. Because no matter how many times Peter tries to end this, he's like, we seriously shouldn't be doing this anymore. Like, I'm in so much fucking trouble. And she's <laughs> like, I don't even care, Peter. She's like, I will never see you again, but let's meet outside at night. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I got nothing else. The fact that they have a secret place. Okay, cute, whatever. You mean the boiler room? No, their secret, wait, where was their secret? Wasn't it the- in the woods? <laughs> Weren't they only there when they got caught? Um, I'm trying to remember the last scene because Darcy's like, if you truly want to be me, like be with me, you'll meet me at the secret place. I'm pretty sure that was a boiler room. Really? Yeah. Ew. <laughs> All right, sure. Whatever works for you, I guess. I mean, uh, we know we know all the things happen in the boiler room after Grassy, so yes, we do. Okay, so overall, Jimmy and Spinner, I feel like they were just really background characters, kind of like you said, which is shocking because I feel like Spinner was kind of in the front for a while, or at least I thought he was running for like, like, you know, there's like a guy in Degrassi that you're like, this is the main guy. Yes. I was thinking it was going to be Spinner, but I don't think it was Spinner in this season. Yeah, I'd say it went from Toby to Craig to Spinner and now in season six I think it's Peter Peter but he doesn't do anything for himself no but he's in a lot he's around a lot like him being with Emma and then the the racing with Sean and then like him being in constant trouble like he has like been in almost every episode from like the Emma plots and then he went right into the Darcy plots like even though he doesn't have anything for himself yet I think he was a pretty standout guy in this season. You could say JT for this season. He dies halfway through, it doesn't count. (laughs) Marco? He continues through to the end. Marco could be. I was thinking either Marco or Peter, honestly. Yeah. Okay. And then Peter and Darcy. I already said how I feel. What about you? How did you feel about these characters? I liked the boner plot. The t-shirt plot, whatever. The MySpace plot, eh. And Peter and Darcy, eh. (laughs) All right, nice. Ranking for this, eh. (laughs) But we have some exciting groupings coming up. Thank God. 
<laughs> yeah. So, so the groupings that we have for the rest of season six is we got Emma, Sean, and Manny, which of course will also bring back Peter. We have JT, Toby, Liberty, and Mia, as well as a splash of Derek. And then we have all the college kids, which are Paige, Alex, Marco, Ellie. And with Ellie is Cocaine Craig featuring Manny. I love it. I think we should post a poll and see what people on Twitter think we should do next. Let them vote. That would be fun. Maybe we'll do that. That'll be exciting stuff after this gets posted, of course. We'll wait till then. Yes. Or just send us a message giving us your thoughts about anything. Yes, please do. Yes, but otherwise, thank you for listening and we will see you soon.